Cape Talk. Pippers on Twitter. You can tweet her at PJC Hudson. It's time to talk books and being a new and fairly unwilling convert to TikTok, I have to confess, I hadn't actually heard of BookTok until sometime last year when my producer mentioned the term to me. But since then, literally every publishing house that I interact with, and there are a lot of them, they've all started actively promoting a BookTok list. And some of the authors who have gone viral on the platform have been achieving the kind of sales that seasoned writers can only imagine in their wildest dreams. For example, a new column Hoover novel selling 800,000 copies on the first day of its release. 800,000 copies in one day. Uh, Those are sales figures of the kind that are just unimaginable in the world of books in South Africa, for example, but also traditionally around the world. So we're probably well overdue for a conversation about what BookTok is and why it's so huge. And I think quite importantly, whether the books that are being promoted are actually worth reading. Uh, I think it's a bit of a mixed bag you will find. Um, that some of them are famous for the sake of their fame. Others are famous because they are genuinely uh, really well-written books and a lot of them falling in between. The one thing we can say is that it has given a platform to self-publishing authors uh, to put their books out into the public eye even when they have failed to obtain a publishing deal with a major house. And in some cases, that's worked in their favour. It's also, though, given... A platform for a lot of people questioning whether the reading community is actually reading or merely putting on the pretense of being readers for BookTok. So there are a lot of things for us to unpack. If you are somebody who is a BookToker yourself, if you have been led to new authors, have discovered good books on this platform and want to tell us about them, I'd love to hear from you. Pop us a voice note to 0725671567 or give us a call on 0214460567. On the line with me is Mika Goetcher, who is a publicist at Jonathan Ball Publishers. And um, I've asked to to join us to talk about uh, TikTok because it is about BookTok rather because it is a sub community that she is a lot more familiar with than I am and she deals with um, the, the demand for writers that it is creating. Mika, it's great to have you with us on the show today. Welcome. Hi, Papa. How are you today? I'm well, thanks. And you? Good, thank you. Good. Mika, for the sake of those who haven't explored BookTok at all, won't you just tell us a little bit about what the space is and, and how it actually works? What happens there? So, BookTok actually came around in the pandemic during 2020. Homes and didn't really know what to do. And a lot of people turned to alternative forms of entertainment. And one of those was reading. And it kind of became this niche group on the TikTok app where people were talking about their favorite books, promoting their favorite books and recommending books to one another. And it's just grown astronomically from there. And this is it changed the way we look at publishing and books and the online space for creators and habits. If you are yourself a book talker, uh, I'd love to hear from you. Uh, some of the, the authors who have really hit big on book talk include Colleen Hoover, uh, Taylor Jenkins Reid, who is one I have really enjoyed. Um, many of the young adult authors, particularly in the fantasy genre, the likes of Sarah J. Maas and co, doing very, very well and seeing their books being shared on a platform that they never had before uh, in astronomical figures. Um, I was actually shared by a, a listener of ours a few weeks 
weeks ago shared uh, the story with me of Olivia Blake, the author whose um, fantasy book, The Atlas Six, has literally started a publishing bidding war for its follow-on books. It has done so well on TikTok, driven by the fans of TikTok, that that it has just translated into a massive bidding war to get it uh, get the subsequent books out there. So there's one example of what happens. Mika, I mean, what I've just described, yeah. uh, Olivia Blake, one example, Colleen Hoover, of course, is the big example of somebody who has went from being a virtual unknown to being somebody who was selling books in the millions almost overnight, didn't she? Yes, Colleen Hoover is one of those cases where um, she was completely unexpected to be the TikTok hit. And it's just, she's grown from strength to strength. I mean, people have found such an emotional connection to her stories like no other. And her books have gone completely viral to the extent that she's been in the top 10 in South Africa for years now at this point. It's incredible. Look, I, I'll, this is where I confess. I tried, Mika. I have been trying all week to get through It Ends With Us, and I don't think I've ever disliked characters quite as much as I have in this book. I'm not sure I'm going to be able to finish it. And that is, look, that's just a personal opinion. I'm sure right now there are people reaching for their pitchforks and coming for me for having said that because there are so many ardent fans. But that's just one book. I, I mentioned Taylor Jenkins Reid, who was somebody I came across because of Book Talk. I've loved yes. her books. Daisy Jones and the Six was one one of my favorite reads of last year, Malibu Rising and the others that followed. I've thoroughly enjoyed taking them with me on holiday. They're fun to read. They're memorable characters. So that's what I'm going. Thank you, BookTok. I'm glad I found her. It's quite a mixed yes. bag. I mean, it's got a bit of a reputation with some of the snootier publishers looking down on it as a place that promotes light reading and, and sort of books not worth picking up. But Mika, is that an unfair reputation? I definitely reputation. I find that book talk is mainly filled with young women who like to talk about their books. And it's unfortunately been a trend in history where young women and the things that they love and the things that they appreciate are being mocked and made fun of by the general public. I mean, if you look at the reputation boy bands have gotten, Taylor Swift has gotten, and now book talk has kind of also fallen victim to that because it's something that young girls or young women like to enjoy. And a big part of that is because these books mainly fall into the romance category. Mm-hmm. And I mean, romance has also been kind of criticized over the years for just being mindless fluff to distract women from real life. But I feel like these books generally do have so much merit in terms of the entertainment they provide. Mm-hmm. And if we look at romance as a genre itself, it's one of the highest grossing genres in the world. Yeah. So it's not something to be underestimated. And can I just say, can we allow ourselves a bit of mindless fluff to distract us now and then? I think we need it, Mika, the more bizarre and difficult the world becomes. So I've got nothing against a good mindless read that I will have forgotten three weeks later. I take lots of them with me when I go on holiday for that very reason. Um, But I mean, uh, you've hit on something there, this this sort of looking down on an author who's done well on BookTok. And then along Mm -hmm. comes, you know, you see a sudden surge of support for a book that has been shortlisted for a Booker Prize or something like that. And that too gets traction on the platform and sells extra copies because of it. I mean, Mika, talk to us a little bit about what you as publishers are doing to adapt to the presence of BookTok and to market to that community. I mean, every single publishing house's presentation for the first half of 2023 included a BookTok section. That was something I'd never seen before, but it's a sure sign to me that everybody recognizes the power of this platform. I mean, we've seen it in sales and the uptick in sales is just something that you cannot ignore. And so we as publishers have to 
make that a focus for us. It's not something that you can just pass over. So Jonathan Ball itself, we have our own TikTok page where people can follow us and engage with our content. But it's also important for us to notice these TikTok books before they become big and to make sure that we can get them in the hands of readers as quickly as possible. Mm. And I think the challenge over the years now has been that a lot of the TikTok books that have done super well were at first self-published. And slowly but surely publishers are starting to notice these uptick in trends and they buy up these books, they pick up these books as soon as they see that there's a big interest in them and they try and get them into the hands of as many readers as possible. So we just keep keep an eye on the trend, keep make sure that we inform people of these books when they do come out so that, you know, we have our finger on the pulse to make sure that we're on trend with these books. Because okay. it's, it's, it's such a, how can I put it? It's such an unexpected platform. You never know what's going to do well because it's so consumer driven. The readers choose themselves what goes viral. We can't control that. So we just kind of have to keep up with what readers want. Mm -hmm. It's very organic in that way, I guess you could say. Um, Just for those who might have joined us late to uh, the series, uh, to the interview rather, we are talking to Mika Gotcha of uh, Jonathan Ball Publishers about the phenomenon of book talk and the authors that it is making stars of and the sales it is driving in absolutely astronomical numbers, uh, quite unheard of in the past. Somebody else has written in saying, I'm with you on Colleen Hoover. I thought she was writing for teens. This is an important issue. Mika, is book talk primarily for younger readers and young adult readers or is there a market for for fully grown adults as well? I think there's a misconception that TikTok books or books that do well on online platforms are mainly just catering catering for like the youth and the younger generation who use their phones and so on to find recommendations. But I feel like a lot of the books also have found connection with older readers and I think if you decide to close yourself off from the recommendations within that space, you're missing out on some really fantastic books. I mean, for example, there's an author called R.F. Kwong, Rebecca Kwong, who's been really growing on TikTok because of her previous book last year called Babel. And now this year she's coming out with a book called Yellow Face. And these two books, they deal a lot with like very big and heavy topics that are very prominent in society surrounding, you know, systemic racism and injustices that people of color face. And TikTok provides a platform to kind of discuss and open up these conversations with these books and have these intellectual discussions. And I feel like if they just relegate these books into being, oh, it's just for younger kids, you kind of miss out on these really important conversations. Mika, when we look at the kind of books, you've mentioned the popularity of the romance uh, genre. I think I said earlier, it's been a platform where fantasy authors have done really well, which is something that makes my heart swell because that's where I really came to reading via that route. Which other genres are doing well? For example, does nonfiction have any kind of presence on BookTok? I think some nonfiction books have their trends on TikTok. I mean, we've seen one or two books take off, but it's not a big focus for um, TikTok readers because the BookTok space is mainly about escapism. Mm. And I think that's the biggest trend. You see that with the fantasy books that do well. You see that with the romance books. So when reading nonfiction, it kind of brings us back into the real world, whereas people who read on BookTok kind of want to escape that. And I think that's a big part of it. 
So before we talk about some of the trending authors and books to watch right now, uh, there is a whole lingo one needs to get to know if you're going to play in the, the book talk space. And there are um, uh, TBR is your still to be read. A CR designates a book I'm currently reading. The dreaded DNF did not finish. I think that's going to go on my Colleen Hoover pile. But there we go. What about a shelfie? Please explain what a shelfie is, Mika. <laughs> Well, I I do love a good shelfie, and that's when you take a beautiful picture of your bookshelf. I mean, the people on TikTok have been criticized for only caring about aesthetics. But I mean, if you have a beautiful shelf in your book, and you've color coordinated the books in a rainbow, you've decorated it in some way, I mean, don't you want to show that off? I I think it's such a fun way to show people your bookshelf and see what you've got on there. As long as you've actually read them, Mika, that's what worries me. We're not getting selfies of rainbow colors of books that people haven't actually read? Well, I, I, I do have to say, I have, as of now, I do keep track about 300 unread books on my shelf. Okay. But you do, but, do intend to read them? I do intend okay. to read them all. And I think that that's kind of the misconception of people on TikTok is, Yes, they do feed into like the consumerism of buying a lot of books. But at the same time, TikTok readers are such voracious readers. If you look at the reading goals, they said at the beginning of a lot of TikTok readers read about 100 books a year. Okay, that's, wow. that's a considerable amount. And I mean, to see that type of enthusiasm for reading and just kind of breaking it down into, oh, they're just they're just buying books and taking pretty pictures of them or taking pretty videos of them is kind of just missing the point of people are starting to read again. Yeah. And that is wonderful. That is to be celebrated. Absolutely. Gosh, I thought I did well with about 65 books last year, but clearly I'm (laughs) I'm a bit of a snail here. Uh, Dina writing in to say, heaven help us if books become interior decor color coded. You know, Dina, (laughs) you reminded me of a column Barry Ronger wrote, the late Barry Ronger many years ago in the Sunday Times. I've never forgotten the day he penned a column about going into exclusive books and overhearing a woman who was buying books in peach spines because she was literally trying to fill the book uh, the bookcases in a new lounge to color code with the curtains and the horror he expressed and the way he did it in that absolutely inimitable way. I've never forgotten that article, Sadina. <laughs> I wonder if you're inspired having uh, thought of that as well. We are talking to Mika Gotcha of Jonathan Ball Publishers about book talk and its phenomenal way of moving books and promoting new authors and introducing new readers, which is always a good thing. Now, let's in the final minutes, Mika, talk about who we should be keeping an eye on. If you look at book talk right now, who are some of the big names and what are some of the big titles? So some of the big titles that will be coming up soon um, and also that we've been watching now for a couple of weeks is called Elsie Silver. Mm-hmm. And she writes some interesting books. Her first book called Flawless is a bull rider romance. <laughs> and I know it sounds ridiculous, but these small town romances do really well on TikTok. They have these really cheesy covers, but they do grab a reader and hold a reader's attention. And I think that's one that will definitely be on shelves really soon for people to enjoy. And Colleen Hoover, as you mentioned, she's got a new one out called Heartbones. This is a re-release of one of her other books and strength even if people have like divisive opinions about her (laughs) but you can definitely look out for her new book soon and for people who enjoy fantasy we've recently recently released a book called a day of fallen night by samantha shannon this is the follow-up to the wildly successful priory of the orange tree which is a fantasy dragon 
world where two women have to kind of team up together to save their kingdoms and to rule their kingdoms. And I think it's such a fantastic read if you're looking for a big, chunky fantasy to into. Okay, A Day of Fallen Night by Samantha Shannon. Okay, yeah. you've mentioned uh, Rebecca Kwong and Yellowface is the book to look out for uh, from her um, uh, that you mentioned, Mika. Yellowface tells the story of two women who are and one of the women passes away and her friend steals her unpublished manuscript. Now, the twist of this book is that the friend who passed away was an Asian-American woman, and the woman who steals the novel is white, but she decides to publish the book under a racially ambiguous name. Ooh. It is such a great criticism of the publishing industry and of um, you know systemic racism in big industries, and I think it's going to be such a big, divisive book to read. It's coming out later this year, and definitely look out for it on shelves because it's going to be a conversation starter for sure. Yellow Face by Rebecca Kwong. Okay. And just quickly before we run out of time, Amika, I see uh, from my research this morning that actually a number of the big book talk hits of the last year or so have picked up movie deals now. So obviously this is the next step in the evolution. It's not just the publishers keeping an eye on what's happening in that space, but also the movie makers and series producers. So Taylor Jenkins reads Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo is getting um, a, a I think it is a series or um, a treatment. I believe Colleen Hoover's It Ends With Us is also up for release as a movie. Have you heard anything about that? Yes. So, um, the Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, just they just finished writing the script and it's been handed over to Netflix for a film. Okay. So they're busy in development for that film. And It Ends With Us by Colleen Hoover is also being turned into a film and they, it's starring Blake Lively as Ooh. the titular role which is such a great door card. And I think they're going to do a fantastic job of it. Um, I do think that that's like the natural trend of these book talk titles, that they'll start producing these really big blockbuster films. Mm. And we've seen the same with, you know, um, Daisy Jones and the Six recently released on Amazon Prime. And Taylor Jenkins Reid is is really one of the ones she's getting another film for one of her books. Right. Uh, I think it's releasing towards the end of the year, but definitely look out for those. And my daughter will be thrilled to see that there is going to be a, a cinematic treatment of A Court of Thorn and Roses uh, from Sarah J. Maas, the big fantasy yeah. writer who's done so well. And I believe they've got the writer from Outlander working on that one. So that is very exciting news indeed. I mean, in short, Mika, there is just no ignoring the power of this platform, whether you are somebody who looks down on it as fluff reading and not worth picking up or somebody who recognises that sometimes actually the books that are being recommended are really worth reading. Um, how does one get on to Book Talk. If you've never engaged with the platform before, how does a Cape Talk listener go exploring this afternoon? So TikTok is an interesting app because in the beginning when you go onto the app, it shows you all kinds of dancing videos and things you don't want to see because the algorithm hasn't gotten used to what you're interested in. Yeah. But the more you kind of engage with the content that you like to see, it'll start recommending more of that content to you. So if you log into TikTok and you're feeling completely lost and you don't know where to find the the book videos and everybody's just dancing in front of you, (laughs) just search the phrase book talk in the search bar and you'll see thousands upon thousands. 
Oh, and there the line disappeared. But I think you got the gist of us. Start by searching the phrase book talk. That is the hashtag to use when you get onto TikTok and start exploring and start liking the kind of content that does genuinely interest you and the algorithm will take it from there and feed you more of that kind of content. Uh, thank you so much. Sorry it got cut off so abruptly. I'm not quite sure what happened to the line there. But you were listening to Mika Gotcha, publicist at Jonathan Ball Publishers, recommending some of their upcoming releases that have done really well on book. Book talk.